Hey, everyone. I just wanted to take a minute and pop in here before this podcast starts to let you know uh, that there's going to be an abrupt end to this podcast. When we recorded this podcast, we didn't anticipate it being long enough to be two different episodes of the Magic Music Review, but it ended up there was so much great stuff that we talked about uh, that I decided to make it two separate episodes. Uh, You will hear an abrupt stop at the end of this episode. I'll come in and and close it out, Uh, and then in the next episode, we'll have part two. I hope you have as much fun with this episode as we had recording it. Hello, and welcome to the Magic Music Review Podcast. I'm Jim Spangler, your host. Join me each episode as we talk about our love of Disney music. It could be a song, a movie, a short film, a Broadway show, a Disney theme park, or one of the countless other forms Disney music takes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey through the magic of Disney music on the Magic Music Review. Welcome back to the Magic Music Podcast. This is Jim Spangler, your host, and I'm here with some friends today. Yay! <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about, if you didn't know from that opening piece of music, we're going to talk about Mary Poppins Returns. Yes. Yay! Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. Okay, cool. Um, I'm Mandy. And um, I... Mandy, do you like Disney? I like, yes. <laughs> I like Disney a lot. Um, I have a second start of the right tattooed on my body. Um, so I really like Disney. It's like my favorite thing. Wow, that goes right with my last podcast. I just oh, did Peter right, Pan. Oh, that's right, Peter Pan. Yeah, just for sure. Not so, that any of us have heard that yet, because it comes out tonight. Oh, but, well, sneaky. <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> or hindsight by this point. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and depending on what order and when you're listening, right, this exactly. could be 20 years from now. So. Right, right. So whatever <laughs> Listening, surprise! Exactly, uh, surprise. So that's Mandy, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm Sean. Um, yeah, I do like Disney. I'm not as much of a Disney person. I have no Disney tattooed on my body yet. <laughs> yet. But, Ooh, yeah, there's I'd a like, little foreshadowing there. there. Yes. There will be a Disney tattoo in my future. Yes. Yeah, I do um, have a Disney tattoo on my body. A Mary so. Poppins tattoo, actually. So no, I don't. Oh, no, I will. I oh, will. yours is gonna be Mary Poppins. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice, because you're an Annie now. Yep. I love that. I love yeah. this is right, right up your alley. I know, I'm practically perfect I know. in every way. <laughs> Are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where this podcast is going. <laughs> Great. So um, one thing I will request as we talk about this is I want to try to keep, and I think you guys probably agree, I want to keep the comparisons to the original to nil. Yes. I don't think it's fair to compare it to the original um, it is not the original. Correct? I agree. And I think we all love the original, mm-hmm. correct? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you have a... to be like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, totally I literally agree. wore out the VHS tape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's my it's my favorite movie. And so I don't think that it's fair... Uh, I don't think it's fair to this movie to compare it. Yeah. I just don't. For sure. Um, but I figure we're going to talk about the movie. We're going to talk about the music in the movie. Um, so we can review the movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's all good. And we're going to obviously go through the music um, and talk about the music in it. Um, Sean, what are you doing? I, I got stuck in my hoodie. It's fine. Let's <laughs> keep going. He's doing some, like, strange contortions. It's, okay. it's all right. It's a good thing it's not a video podcast. I know. <laughs> For all you home listeners. That's right. I was stuck in my sweatshirt. Yeah. 
So let's just start off with first reactions of it. Everybody's seen it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm the, was probably the last person to see it, actually. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I saw. I saw it like Begs. immediately. No, I'm yeah. just saying because I was like there when it opened. Yeah. It took me forever to see it because I wanted to see it with the family. And right. Right. So to get that all going was just not happening. So we finally did get to see it though. Uh, so what was everybody's reactions to it? What was your What was your overall opinion of the movie? Well, I loved it. I, I mean, it was just everything that I wanted from a Mary Poppins movie. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I went into it, it was just, I just wanted pure escapism, pure right. fun, pure right. just, I want Emily Blunt and Lin-Manuel Miranda dancing around, like, right. like right. that's what just I fun, want, you know, right? just absolute yeah, fun. And I totally. think, I mean, just overall, without going into the nitty gritty or really overanalyzing anything else about it, I think it completely accomplished its goal. Yeah, there. well, it's a fantasy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's I, I, I loved it as well. I mean, uh, there was a, a grown man. Um, sitting in the theater who cried from beginning to end. Oh. Um, it was me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I loved it. It was, I loved it. Yeah, I too, I, I loved it. I, I have to say, um, I felt like it was a little frenetic. Mm-hmm. I felt like maybe they tried to do a little too much in it. That was just from an overall arch. Sure. I just felt like, you know, because it's not a stage musical. Right. And I felt like they were trying to make it a stage musical. I could see that. I felt That's like right. it was. I felt like there was a song at every two seconds. And when there and was a gap, it was so noticeable because right. there was. That's because there was a song <laughs> so every two seconds. seconds. Yeah, I definitely think. I mean, right. there were a few things that I was like, "Why was that even?" I didn't not like them. Right. But I don't know I cer- why they were there. And I certainly don't want to um, give the impression that I didn't love the movie because well, I, I absolutely no. did love it. I cried it. from beginning to end. And I thought Emily Blunt was wonderful. She did such a good job. I just loved she? her. The loved subtleties her. and the changes that she brought to Mary Poppins were so good. They were on point. Um, they were completely on point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought Lynn manuel Miranda, if you don't pay attention to his accent, was just lovely. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, he's kind of carrying on the tradition. Right, it's gotta be. That's true. If we're talking about the first one, Dick Van Dyke's accent was not great. Well, they're just, I mean, at this point, it's like a a staple of Mary Poppins. (laughs) So if, if, you know, if if he doesn't have a bad accent, is it really Mary Poppins? Right, and it was actually probably a better accent than Dick Van Dyke did. But anyway. I think my left toe could do a a better accent. No offense to Mr. Van Dyke. If you're listening. uh, If you're listening, 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 Dick. Dick. We do love you. We love you. We love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was great. Um, I'm going to bring up a, one review, uh, and the reason I'm going to bring it up is I think it brings up an interesting talking point. Mm-hmm. Um, the New York Times did not like this movie. Oh, uh, they I did not like that. it at all. And I think the reason, when you read the review, it seemed to me that they were doing a lot of comparison. Right? They were That's totally... What I was gonna, there was a lot of people who, even people I know, who were like, I thought it was terrible. I was like, yeah, but did you go in expecting Mary Poppins? Right. The original Mary Poppins. Like, you need to go in... I mean, obviously I went in with something in my mind. Of course. Loving did. the movie. But if you went in... They, they weren't... It wasn't, a, it wasn't a reboot that is so popular now. It was... A, a continuation. It's a sequel. Yes. It's a continuation of a story that they established so long ago that it's not... 54 it's, years it's, ago. It's, it's, right. right. It's 54 years ago. You can't go into this in 2018, 2019 now, and expect to see the same movie that you saw back Everything then. Everything has changed. Everything has changed. The context in right. which that we're viewing this movie has changed. So a- Everything. So the reason I bring it up is that is one thing that, uh, that she talked about. She loved Emily Blunt, thought that uh, she was great as Mary Poppins. Um, but she said, first of all, she felt like they were trying too hard, that it, that they, the storyline basically matches the storyline of the original. That I agree. And that. also, I uh, didn't think that the show really came alive until Lin-Manuel Miranda did his rap in the middle of, uh, the cover is not the book. What? I, and that, the, and that she said that they thought that she, they should have handed it over to him to do the show and rethink it and revamp it like he did Hamilton. And I'll just tell you my response to that <laughs> was that's not what people want with Mary Poppins. No. <laughs> no, they want they want a musical. They Save want a that fantasy. For the history books. They, oh, I see what you did there. See? I see what you did there. See? <laughs> so um yeah and so I just I mean how do you feel about that? Because I... I'll be honest, the rap Pulled me out. 
his rap because all I could do was think, did he write the rap? That's what I was thinking the whole time. Same, same. Did Lin write? But see, okay, I, I, I think I totally. First of all, I totally agree. They, they went pretty structurally. They were pretty formulaic. Oh, it was. It was very. You could lay it over the top. And then, and it's like, and it's, it's. I mean, it's almost what they did with. Uh, like Star Wars Force Awakens Correct. like it's exactly what they did with Correct. that with that and I mean they saw the success of that and they were like wait we got something that works guys and they right. and I did it again but what I think that they did was different was they were able to do that making it relatable making you able to connect back with the original but at the same time adding elements like when Lin-Manuel Miranda was in it without yeah. making it about Lin-Manuel Miranda right. and about Hamilton because that's you that's can't right. that's it's Mary Poppins I, like I, if I they they added just enough of it to be like, hey, Lynn's rapping, guys. With what they got. Yeah, right. like yeah, Lynn's rapping. This true. is great. And then they moved on from that, and that was the exact amount yeah. of that that they needed. In the yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I thought um, <clears throat> Shaman Whitman's music was on point. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. Without imitating the original, right? Making it their own. Um, and I thought, uh, and I don't know. There's so there's a great 2020 did a great special. Mm-hmm. Um, about the about this movie, um, of course, because it's on ABC and the whole right. yeah. you know Disney you know synergy thing. Right. Um, but they did a great thing, and one thing that they said was that Richard Sherman wrote them a beautiful letter yeah. that said, "I feel like we kind of handed the baton mm-hmm. to you." And they both said, Mark and Scott both said, it was the greatest compliment they could have gotten. Oh gosh, yeah. And I love the way that Mark Shaman was able to incorporate thematic material throughout the movie made, from the original. Every time, when they the first pan down thing. over Cherry Tree Lane, like in that first shot and where they showed it, and it I almost burst into tears. I lied. I did burst into tears. So did I. 100% burst into tears, full disclosure. Yeah. It was just in those little moments there and like those callbacks to Mr. Banks like in the first movie like it just whenever you know whenever Michael was having his moments it was just oh I thought it was yeah and I thought it was so well done and so tastefully done I didn't feel like when they were throwing spoonful of sugar or Mm. let's go fly a kite or anything they were shoving it down my throat it was just a natural progression of that music it was an homage to incorporate it it was an homage homage which I think speaks to the fact because I do know other than the New York Times saying it and that was another big criticism that a lot of people had as was that it was the exact practically the exact same storyline but I think that speaks to the nature of Mary Poppins and I thought it worked that this happened with you as a kid and it's happening again with you as an adult with your kids it's cyclical right. it's, it's, it's right so yeah. and I don't think that I'm spoiling anything by saying that Rob Marshall has already said that there's a third coming right right. and that Emily Blunt will star in it um, I hope that I'm not spoiling that for anybody oh by the way there are <laughs> going to be spoilers yeah, so if sorry. you haven't seen the movie, you might wait to listen to the rest of this until you see the movie. Yeah. Uh, because we're going to talk about it uh, quite a bit, obviously. Right, yes. <laughs> um, I really loved that. I thought he just did, they did just a beautiful job of making it their own because I love this writing team. Oh, yeah. Hairspray oh, is one Hairspray. of my favorites. Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can is I, brilliant. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love their, I love this writing team. I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You guys down with the love, I love too. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, too. If I you can get too. through the first act, which is a little I didn't see, I, I, never, I never saw the American version. It's a little slow and a little dark, the first act. But if you can get through it, the second act right. is brilliant. And it's all worth seeing for the Oompa Loompas. I'm just saying. Uh. If you get a chance to, watch it for the Oompa Loompas. Um, <laughs> they were so good. Uh, it was so the way they did it was so great. Yeah. But I agree. I liked Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory too. I, 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 everything they do. So when I heard that they were doing this, I was giddy with excitement. And I think it really showed another side of them. Right. It showed a, a tender side of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it showed a thoughtful. I thought it was extremely thoughtfully it really done. Was. And there were just such like. It, you know, it wasn't all these, like, you know, big dance numbers, like, Triple Little Life Fantastic is a great song. But they were also, they had these moments that were just really, like, sensitive and really, you know, yeah. they yeah. made a lot of sense with the characters. And yes. it was, it was, yes. yeah, really, really yeah. well done. So let's do this real quick. Let's go through the cast. Um, and uh, we don't need to have a discussion because we're going to talk about them as we go. Mm-hmm. But um, I always kind of give an overview of the cast um, right. of the show. So Emily Blunt was Mary Poppins. Lin-Manuel Miranda was Jack. 
Ben Whishaw was Michael Banks, who I loved. Um, Emily, sorry, I had to no, I loved him. I loved him. <laughs> I thought he was great. So I thought he was great. And I thought <laughs> Emily Mortimer as Jane Banks was great, too. Uh, Pixie Davies was uh, Annabelle. Uh, Nathaniel Sala, I hope I'm saying that correct, It was John. Joel Dawson was Georgie. Julie Walters, who I love also, oh, was amazing. Ellen, and she was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl Streep was Cousin Topsy. Uh, Colin Firth was Wilkins and the Wolf. Which he, Wilkins is the banker. He's the bad guy. He was a great bad guy. Uh, Jeremy Swift was Gooding and the Badger. Uh, Kabna Holbrook Smith was Fry and Weasel. Dick Van Dyke, yay! Oh my god. Uh, was so Mr. Good. Jaws Jr. Surprise. Um, yeah, so great. Angela Lansbury was the balloon lady, which oh. I thought, I, yeah, what do you even say? She was, oh, was she not perfect? Was, so was she good. not perfect? Like, I, I will, I, we're going to talk about it later, but yeah. I do, I have thoughts, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> she was, she was literally perfect. Yes. I could, you could not have cast anybody else in that role, no. in my opinion. No. She was flawless. Well, I have a very interesting theory about that. I don't know if either of you heard. Is it a conspiracy theory? Well, no, it's just, it's just, it's just, (laughs) yes, it does. I know exactly what you're saying. She was offered a role Mm -hmm. and she said, of course, I mean, this is just what I heard she said because I don't know her personally (laughs) outside of my own mind, but that that she said, (laughs) I I don't want to because then it'll become about me being in the movie and it's Emily's show now. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, were they thinking of her for the for, I for thought the, the exact lady? same thing. I think th- I think that's a very real possible. Or were they given her a much smaller role? I think they could have given her a much smaller role. Like I think the woman with the dog, if it had been Julie Andrews, everybody would have just gone would have died. Oh, I agree. Over it. But again, and I not think... announced that it's happening. Just like let people discover it as right. it goes on. But I it think. definitely would have made the movie about her, though. It I, would have. like that. Oh, it course. totally would have. So that's what I was assuming the that, show. that yeah. she was going to be. Yeah. That that who is who they had her in mind, and they were like, oh, yeah. oh, Julie said no. Who are we going to get? Oh, yeah. Angela Lansbury. Well, she's, Angela she's from she's from those movies back then. Let's yeah. perfect. Exactly. <laughs> she's perfect. She was perfect. She was perfect, and the skill that she brought to it with such ease. It's like, Angela Lansbury. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It was so easy and so natural and just perfect. Yeah. I just loved it. Um, so, and then uh, David Warner uh, as Admiral Boom, um, a character which I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say it, honestly, in this movie was not really necessary. Mm. They only brought him back I think it was for, for the nostalgia. nostalgia. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> that's, yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because really, I kind of thought Admiral Boom was pretty close to the end in the last movie. I was like, "How is he right, how's he's still, he's still alive? He's still alive. Good lord! <laughs> what are they? Navy rum? It's a, right. <laughs> it was that Navy rum. I'm sure. I'm going to turn the game down here a little bit. We're blowing people's ears out. Oh. I'll fix that in post. But sorry, guys. Uh, no, it's okay. It's it's quite all right. And if you just so everybody knows, if you hear thumping, it's because the mic is on a table. So you may hear us banging the table. It's Jim. So it's me. It's a- <laughs> He's literally been the only one who has hit the table. Thanks. Thanks. Welcome. Just calling you out. <laughs> I don't want people to be like, oh, that new guy on Jim's podcast is just so thumping. <laughs> I, don't, so I, I literally thumping. kept like, the lid off my Coke so you can't even hear me oh. opening it. Oh. Yes, when we were testing the mic, I had the gain up high enough that I could hear him unscrewing the top of his Coke bottle. I was like, I don't think we want that. Very courteous. We need that. And the roommate is is tiptoeing around very quietly. Yes, thank you, Zachary. Zachary. So if you hear another voice, it's Zachary. Yeah. Who's that? We we love Zachary. He's just choosing not to not to part. He's waving as he goes by. They can't see you. I know. Thank you, Sean. You're welcome. So anyway, all right. So let's get to this. Um, let's. Uh, do we want to go through the story and talk about the music, or do we just want to talk about the music? Oh man, I mean, is it going to be like a four-hour? It's going to be a four-hour podcast. If we talk about the it whole is. thing, I think we just go through the music. I think so too. I think I think That's it's what new I enough. It for. Yeah, well, Based on the you structure go. of the rest of your podcast. Exactly. <laughs> well, but I've kind of changed the structure a little bit in the last couple that I'm telling the story as I talk about uh, the music, and that's what I'm talking about. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but let's just go through the music because with the three of us talking, this could be a three-hour podcast. Right. So, <laughs> for sure, there could be lots of editing happening yep. on this one, um, which is fine. Uh, I've been there, done that. Uh, great. So um, it starts out uh, with. 
um, lovely London town, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. We, we swooped down into London, which I loved. Also, did you notice that when the Disney castle came up, they had the London skyline behind mm-hmm. yes. it instead of, oh yeah. my God, I like right off the bat, I was like, that's so cute. And I love <laughs> what, the, and they're doing that a lot, right? They're doing yeah. that a lot where they're changing the castle to meet. To meet the film. The yeah, film, which I, love I really love. I love it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that it doesn't say Walt Disney anymore. I don't like that it just says Disney. Yeah. But that's my own personal 50-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't know that I noticed it that much until recently. Yeah. I you know, yeah. I know they started doing that and I was like, "Oh." And then it, it kind of just I kind of just got used to yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. Underneath the uh, the the lovely London sky, uh, it, it he basically what he's doing is he's introducing us to London. He's setting the scene, right? He's riding around on his bike because he's a lamplighter. He's a leery, um, a leery, a leery, and he uh, is singing this song. What What do you guys think of it? I thought it was a great way to open the movie. I thought it was a way to sort of ease into the world that we were going into. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that it definitely it didn't start me off getting like super excited for the music just because it was so kind of simple it didn't seem like they took many risks with it or anything it was but it it had the mary poppins feel it you know it got you sort of warmed up to go back to this world that we haven't seen for 54 years which i think was the mission that they were going it's kind of and and it's kind of an homage to uh chim chim tree right right. a little bit Mm -hmm. um but without being that right i i like also i think a very smart thing they did especially with Having Lynn being in, being in the movie, they're going to get the Hamilton fandom right. coming to see the right. movie. And having him start with that song, people are going to be like, oh, he, he can, can sing. sing like this? I did the right. same exact thing. I, right. I, I was watching it and I was like, yeah. oh, like he can actually sing like a lyrical right. line. Like yeah. this isn't, yeah, he's, yeah. he doesn't. And it's very, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very Disney mm, music theater type song mm-hmm. that's very not that, so. and I thought it was it was it was a nice change it was see. a very I nice I thought it was a really nice change and mm-hmm. I thought and I thought it was fun that he was playing with the children as he was biking through mm-hmm. and that you know it was obvious that he is a well-loved human being in mm-hmm. this world which I of think London. you know and I, I we, we talked about not comparing it to the original there's going to be some right of course I just don't want it to go this was better or this was worse I think think what it did very well to immediately separate itself from the original was it was a much more toned down than having him with a his being a one man band and being a little bit more it was like like you like like Jim said it was very he's he's a well loved person in this neighborhood Mm -hmm. and it was it was a much more grounded because this movie started a lot more grounded it did it did which is funny because it's called underneath the london sky so it's literally grounded yeah right exactly i thought i thought they did a really lovely job with it um let's listen to a little bit of it when the early morning hours have come and gone through the misty morning showers i greet the dawn for when its light has hit the ground There's lots of treasures to be found Underneath the lovely London sky Though the lamps I'm turning down Please don't feel blue For in this part of London town The light shines through Don't believe the things you've read You never know what's up ahead Underneath the lovely London sky Have a pot of tea So, uh, just a lovely piece, um, I think it really starts it off nice. And then we have the overture, which just... I love the overture. I love okay. the overture. Uh, it's so beautiful, and it's so well done. It just, it, uh, it's just seamless. The I, paintings the, were... <laughs> yeah, and, the, and oh, there's, yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of callback to the first movie. Right. There is oh, a I, lot of callback. Well, and it's kind of interesting, too, because they give you the it. whole plot 
of the movie before the movie starts. It's an and overture. It's an overture. And you're it's like, a real oh, overture. they have artwork to go along with the music. This is Yeah, it was so such nice. Such a novel concept. It was really, I thought it was really nice. And you're right, they, it, it was truly an overture, like an overture to a show. It absolutely was. Right? And they introduced all the themes and they sort of, again, they're welcoming you into this yeah. world that you were about to sort of escape. To, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, Mark did such a, an amazing job mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Good job, Mark. Yeah. I know you've just been waiting for us. <laughs> you don't know. They're going to show up here in a minute and yeah. sit down with us. To talk. No, I'm kidding. I would I'm die. Sure. I would... I'm not sure what I would do. <laughs> I don't know if I would die. First of all, I wouldn't be able to pick him be, out in a crowd. I, I would be a fanboy. Like. Uh, they but were older than I thought. That, no offense, Mark and Scott, but you were older than I thought you were. Uh, I don't mean that as a bad thing, but when I saw you on 2020, I was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> I just didn't know because I always think of I always think of composers as young, I, except for Stephen Sondheim. I think mm. and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, I have the exact, <laughs> I have the exact opposite. I always like I pick, this because I picture every composer to be John Williams. It doesn't matter who they oh, are, but every composer is John Williams. There you go. All right. <laughs> I only have a hand knew exactly what they looked like, so <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> All right. So the next song. Um, oh well, let's listen to a little bit of the overture. We'll just just a yeah, touch yeah, of yeah, the overture, just a little, just a, little. Just a smatter, just a, a just taste. a taste, yeah, just like thirty taste. seconds. <laughs> to the movie but I cried the first time I saw it in the preview right and I didn't cry this that when she came in this time but this song tore me up mm-hmm. tore me up if yeah. you've ever lost anyone in your life it was I thought it was so tastefully done mm-hmm. so understated I was gonna say it was so understated and natural I, I yeah. felt like this actually was a conversation, a conversation that's right. exactly what it felt like and he was so Pure. Like totally. he's just so so genuine. Totally. And it just The song <laughs> actually started and I didn't realize the song had started. Right. That's how it I mean, that's how good it was, because he opens the music box and the and it plays and then he sings. Oh God, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, and he didn't need to go over. He didn't need to overdo it with the singing. It wasn't a singy song. It's not a singy song. It was. A, it was essentially kind of like. Well, a again, I think they. That's how they. They made it so much more grounded, and it was. And again, it's. It's also just a, a sign of the times are different, and what we look for in our entertainment is different. That mm-hmm. it's so much more. If you take that song. And you listen to the song Mr. Banks sings, his dad sings in the original, his it's much more showy and Absolutely. pomp and circumstance. It also reminded me a lot of I can't believe I'm gonna bring this up, but the musical, the stage musical Mary Poppins mm-hmm. of Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. Right? I, I, was, I thought of the exact same thing. Yeah, it really it, kind it, of harkens it definitely that. having that song where it was when if you were so much going into it expecting the original being like, oh, this is where he's where Mr. Banks sings his song, and it's right. this is how I'm gonna do things, and it's a song, right. and, da, 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 da. and that's the song, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, <laughs> note uh, for note. It's much more. It's much more grounded, and it makes it a lot more real. So then, in contrast, Mary Poppins is that much more fantastical. So here's my question to you, to both of you, um, and I hadn't really thought about this. So we talk a lot in my podcast, in this podcast, about the I Want song. Mm-hmm. Is yep. this the I Want song? Oh. 
it's an interesting yeah, concept, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because you could, I mean, sure, you could make the argument that it absolutely is. I mean, he, he wants to... Because he is the oh. heart of this movie. Oh, sure. He is absolutely yeah. the heart just like, of this I mean, just like Mr. Banks was the heart wasn't, of the last movie, the too. Sure, right. absolutely. But it's because you could make the argument that he just wants to go back to the way it, he had, the way his life was before his wife left and the way their family was, and he wants to find right. his family again. And right. So and it, it's why Mary Poppins comes. That's why she comes, because they can't find that element of their you know their lives is is it's kind of gone now and so yeah it's, it's a, just an interesting thought because it's certainly not what we think of as a traditional i want uh, song right, right right it's not the rousing you know let it go right type of you know or big show-stopping, big show-stopping number, you right. know you know my shot type of right, song right so i that's what i just thought i'd bring that no, up that's a great question um so let's listen to a little bit of the conversation of, of a conversation haven't spoken in so long, dear. This year has gone by in a blur. Today seems everything's gone wrong here. I'm looking for the way things were. I know you'd laugh and call me tragic, for everything's in disarray. These rooms were always full of magic. That's vanished. Since you went away This house is crowded now with questions Your John's a walking questionnaire And I could surely use a few suggestions On how to brush our daughter's hair When Georgie needed explanations You always knew just what to say and I miss our family conversations. It's silent since you went away. Winter has gone, but not from this room. Snow's left the lane, but the cherry trees forgot to bloom. Carry on the way you told me. I say that like I have a choice. And though you are not here to hold me, in the echoes I can hear your voice. But still one question fills my day, dear. The answer I've most longed to know. Each moment since you went away, dear. My question cases. I'm totally keeping that in. Just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know. So Mary Poppins arrives. We get lost in the park because we're chasing the Sean old Riggs. Georgie the gets kite. going after oh. the kite, which oh my god, was that not amazing? So when, when I, I saw, saw it the kite in the attic, I, I just Well so when the, I didn't see the kite first. I saw the um the suffragette The votes for the women. The votes for women oh, banner first. So and I saw it, I was like, wait, that was attached to the kite and it's the kite. Like it was There was a severe <laughs> lack of glitter <laughs> Brilliant. It was brilliant. But yes, I cried. I cried when I saw the kite. Yeah, it was brilliant. I agree. The kite, the use of the kite was magnificent. Totally magnificent. So uh, Mary Poppins comes down and very quickly, I will say, Emily Blunt establishes herself as not Julie Andrews. Right. Very much She's much more full of sass and much more... much, just more direct, almost rude. She's a, right? she's a little yeah. bit meaner. She is a little bit meaner, which is truer to the book. Correct. Right. You know, and she says right. that that's what she was going for. She immediately sat down, she said, when she got the role and read all eight books. And it makes so. me wonder if it was a choice, I mean, again, a choice as an actor, just attempting to reestablish the character and their own interpretation of it, but a choice as to what 
period they were setting this movie right. in. I mean, it was to, it was during the depression. Right. So this wasn't, you know, the it was it was a lot less fluffy. Thing yes. and like women all were a lot more a lot I guess more no nonsense is that make sense? Yeah, they were more no nonsense. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> especially with children. To, especially with children. They yeah. had a little bit more uh, they had a little bit higher expectations and right. I think that that adjustment served Definitely were not worried about being their child's friend. Right. Exactly. Not at all. Or making their child feel good all the time. Their children right. didn't get awards for participation. Right. Right. And yeah, um, and she also um the kids also, I mean, they did a really good job of making them sort of like little adults. I mean, they were they were definitely not Jane and Michael as no, children. They not were at all. they clearly framed it as like the children were the grown-ups and Michael was the child. That's exactly right. Which is right. why she's like, "Oh, yes, I suppose I'll take care of them too." Right. Like, I'm here for the banks. Yeah, here for the, the banks. <laughs> like yeah. still it's Jane and Michael. I'll let you talk with Mary because I can't do the accent. <laughs> so, um and you did a lovely job just yeah, Thank then. you. You're yes. welcome. So, uh she enters the house uh, which is a brilliant scene when she comes in, when Jane and Michael see mm-hmm. her for the first time, the whole codfish and giggling. Oh, and the and fact that through the whole movie she kept saying, she close kept, our mouth, Michael, we yeah. are still not a codfish. <laughs> and Jane kept so giggling good. through the whole movie, yeah. too. Like, she actually was inclined to giggle. I was like, I don't yeah. actually think they followed through with that God. in the first movie. It was so good. <laughs> it was, and I, just so good. So well cast. Um, but then it's time for the children to take a bath, and we get the first big, the first big number. What I would call the first production number. Oh, I'm going to throw back here for just a second what we didn't talk about in the first number. Oh, yeah. Did you notice the bird lady on the steps? Yes, I did. Sleeping on the steps when yeah. the birds all flew up. It I thought that was so subtle, mm. but it was so perfectly ah, done. Perfect. Yeah. I, also, I also had a very strong feeling that that's who Julie Andrews was going to come. Like, was that what lady. I that thought? Been the that would have been, been the right Which choice. Which still could have been the same as the balloon lady, and they would have rewritten the whole thing. That's exactly right. Rewritten the whole thing. It's 1906, yeah. by the way. Rewritten. Rewritten. W-R-I-T. So anyway, we go up to take baths, and the children have established themselves as being no-nonsense adult children. Mm-hmm. Like, they have lost their imagination completely, the right? The little girl calls the plumber. I was like, <laughs> I've got the plumber here. I was like, girl, <laughs> I can't even make a dentist appointment. I'm 27 years old. <laughs> Barely so order a pizza. <laughs> so good. Um, and so then we get the song, Can You Imagine That? I love the beginning of it when she's totally like, yes, you're proper and you are, you are no nonsense. Mm-hmm. All of you are perfect little adults and don't believe in imagination or anything and then they all slide down into the tub and right before she my slides down is my favorite part of the movie too yeah. in the whole movie when she looks at the camera and she goes here we go. Off we go. Because it's like she just oh. breaks the Mary Poppins image. You know, it's like you can tell it's like Mary Poppins is out on this too. Like, totally. She, that's, it's so that, it's the moment where you're finally like connected with her because you're like, she is totally down yes. to go have an totally. adventure totally. like under the sea. Um, and for those of you that don't know, she actually does slide down a slide. She act, there's actually a slide built into that that they oh. slid her down. Love it. It's great effect. Mm-hmm. Um, not done with with any trickery. It's really, Love really it. nicely done. So then can you imagine that, which is the which was a big production number under the sea. Oh, so good. Right? Um kind of a bed knobs and broomsticks mm-hmm. type of thing, right? Yeah, I, I haven't done that one yet. That's, that's oh. on my list. It's on my yeah. list. I know I love bed knobs yes, and broomsticks. Bed knobs too. Broomstick. Yeah. Um sorry. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> so my least favorite of the production numbers. Really? Yeah. I would yeah, the, I think, honestly have to agree with you. It's mm. now here's the interesting well, thing. It's the one song that sticks in my head. Okay, like it goes yeah. in my head continuously. That's fair. But from a production number, it was my least favorite production number. I felt like it was a little forced. Yeah. I, um, you know, it was almost like they knew, like, okay, we're introducing this. We're showing the audience that we're not afraid to stick them in this like completely surreal That's, world yeah. with these like this animated characters. Right. Like we're doing the same thing. It was the first right. time that they've introduced that in the whole film. So I think they did kind of yeah go Mary a little coming bit. Coming down, attached to the attached to the kite. Different though, <laughs> but different though. Not like they're swimming with a bunch of like animated fish. See, the thing is right. The you're thing that I right. I'm just giving you a hard time. Right. <laughs> that I was. I get. I didn't hate it at all. Oh gosh, um, no! <laughs> but like, I thought it might have been a little too much too soon. Maybe because that then was they do, my... they, then they do the whole. That's what the I. The mean, Royal yeah. Dalton bowl, 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 right? Bowl. <laughs> 
thing. And do you want to try that again? Bowl. Royal <laughs> Dalton Bowl. Okay. Um, right. And it, it just seemed like a lot. It did. And if you think about it, spoonful of sugar is not a lot. Mm-mm. There is there is magic that goes on during that number, but it's still based but the first in reality. Time, yeah, the first time you see that sort of like mashup of right, uh, and of so I felt like maybe later. it was a little jarring. Maybe that's what it was. I think that's and it's I, a little I mean, jarring. It's like, also, I don't know what else you could have yeah. done with that same concept. Yeah, other than yeah, yeah, yeah. a full animated underwater. I agree, and you knew where it was going. I mean, yeah. when the dolphin pops its head out of the out of the bathtub, when the dolphin you know where it's popped going. out of the bathtub. <laughs> I just about pooped myself out of excitement. <laughs> I literally, I went with my mother. And, hi, mom. She's not listening. Um, and I. She loves you. Went with my mom, and I grabbed her arm and looked at her and was like, <gasps> and she goes, calm down. There you go. There you go. Sean's relationship with his mother. You have it. Pull yourself together. Five seconds. Pull yourself together. Exactly. Yeah, so it's not that I didn't I didn't dislike it. And I think maybe part of what I didn't like about it is that they kept throwing characters from the movie, from the real world, into it. That's true. Instead of... a little Wizard whereas of Ozzy. It was a little Wizard of Ozzy. Yeah. And, and they, in like the Royal Dalton, they don't do that. Right. They go to the Royal Dalton world, it's the Royal Dalton world. And I kind of wanted it... I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just was not quite to me. It, I love the song... But it didn't for the first production number in the movie. Yeah. it didn't check the box that I wanted. To That's check. exactly right. Yeah, I well, totally like, agree. I feel like it very, it very much. Where are they going to go from here? Right. There's there's nowhere to really... Maybe that's what my issue is. There's that, nothing to that's, add. That's you've already got... Like. You've it's, got... It's very much like they... Animation, you've got... Right. They, yeah, they already went to yeah. the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no... I mean, they obviously did go there, but they kind, it kind of all just... Stayed there, and maybe that was right. The, right, you the, know, and and the reason I went down this path is one of the things I pride myself in this podcast is that I try to speak my truth. Right, if there's something I don't like, mm-hmm. I try to call it out. Yeah, right. Um, and it's not that I didn't like it; it just, like you said, it didn't check the box that I wanted it to check. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, well, let's listen to a little. Now that we've torn it apart, on that note, <laughs> I do love the song, and yeah. it does run in my head. It's the one song that I find myself singing stuck in my head all, the all the time. Yeah, I'm constantly whistling it. It's and singing also her theme throughout yes, the it entire is. movie. It is her theme. It, it introduces her introduces her motif, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah, her which I think theme. is a brilliant choice for her. I agree. What she's I about. Agree. I agree, and it, and it's not spoonful of sugar because I'm trying to think of a fancy because we would have thought because. You know, and they also picked a motif that was not Julie Andrews, which I thought was also smart, right? right? So yeah, they, right. they could call back that back, but if they had given her a spoonful of sugar, we all would have been comparing her the whole time. Right. And that was not fair to her. Right. So anyway, let's listen to a little bit of Can You Imagine That? On second thoughts, perhaps you're right. It makes no sense to take a bath this early. Wait, I want to take a bath. Oh, really? Up you go, and in you go. Ah! Georgie! What happened? Will I be all right? Well, it is just a bath after all, but then again, it's not my tub. Shouldn't you go in after them? Oh, no, I had my bath this morning. Thank you. Well, if you won't, I will! Gin, can you imagine that? Doggies paddling 20 leagues below Might seem real, but we know it's not so To cook without a recipe, can you imagine that? And heaven knows what lives within that pot Some pirates follow treasure maps and wear a silly hat They search the world for buried gold They won't grow up and don't grow old Can you imagine that? All right, so uh, we skip ahead in the story. Um, the children uh, are in the playroom. They're trying to figure out how to keep the house because we found out that they're going to lose the house, right? Um, and they're going to get it back with this Royal Dalton pottery. 
that their mother told them was priceless. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I totally understood what she meant by priceless, right? Mm-hmm. But it's brilliant that the children don't. They just, they're like, it's its a, it's very expensive. Right, it's <laughs> That's like I, uh, I liked it because it's, it's one of the first times that you see the kids actually being kids and re- and right. and thinking something thinking like a kid thinking like a kid well yeah. that's what can you imagine right uh, that's what the can you imagine that did right it 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 brought them back as children yeah mm-hmm. it let it allowed them to be kids right. which they needed so badly that Mary Poppins I know that Mary Poppins she's, a, she's so good at that clever I know she is practically so, perfect in every way in every way um cheeky so then we get uh, the Royal Dalton Music Hall. Now, see, this is the one that gets sucked in my head. Is it? Yes. Is it? Okay, so I'll let you guys speak about it. Because you because Mandy's about to explode. I really like this song. Oh, I, love <laughs> I love it. I really Do like you? this song. I think it's so cute. And I think that it's the first time that you, well, I okay, first of all, it's not my favorite song in the show. We're about to talk about my favorite song in the entire yeah. show, in the movie. Yeah. But um, I, I just think, I don't know, it's the first time that you kind of see Mary Poppins have a little bit more of like a sassy quality because she does that little like music oh when she again when she did that i was like yes Yes. it's so and i I just and i love when she says we're about to start an adventure yes and And she's like just let's just go and i you know what and i don't know maybe it's not necessarily just the song because taken out of context sure it might be like not my favorite in the show but the the world that they built in that number is so fascinating to me, and they did such a good job of putting them into a bowl. Like their costumes, I thought it was beautiful. Were done. so beautiful, yeah, and, and hand painted. They were hand painted. Yes. Um, we, well, Zach, costume designer, and I were talking about it on the way home, and he was like, "At first, I didn't understand why they did it." Yeah. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just like, I wasn't sure that I was going to like it at all. Right. By any means. Because again, it, it is very deliberately cartoony. Deliberately. And yes. I, at first, when you see it, it's It's jarring, jarring. Yeah. yeah. But I think it is effective yeah. in the long run. And I like that they play with illusion and stuff, too. Yes. Like in her skirt, they paint all of the ruffles in yes. there instead of actually having yes. all the ruffles. Yes, I agree. So it's not just an outline of a costume. It's like a full paint. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. And I love that they make the ground look like an old Royal Dalton glaze. Yes. You know, and and they were slipping and sliding. It's so cute. And the part, and it's actually not in the track. So when we play the track to listen to, it's not in the actual track. But there's a part where the horse's hooves clank on the porcelain. And it's the cutest moment. I just, I like, yeah. I thought it was adorable. So this brings up something about the soundtrack that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. That I love about this soundtrack. I love that they kept the dialogue in the yes. songs yes. in the soundtrack. Absolutely. I loved it. And that is really that also harkens back to the original. Absolutely. But I loved it because I thought it's so fitting to what we're watching, right? right? And you can really follow the story as you listen. As you it's listen. It's a very listenable album. It is very as listenable. Let's listen to it like that. I know. <laughs> as you had it on repeat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, okay, great. So my opinion is that I, my only complaint about this song is I felt like it was too long. I felt like it went on I, too long. I get that's, that. That's... We established, okay, great, we've established, let's move on. Because that's not the heart of the Royal Dalton no. scene, right? right? That's not the that's not the heart of the part of what the, we're doing. Yeah. Right. Yes. And so that was my only that was my only complaint. And that was actually a complaint after the movie. It wasn't a complaint while I was watching it. It was it was after that I was like, you know, we probably could have cut that a little bit. It was almost like they just needed Jolly Holiday. And so Correct. I was putting, just thinking they that. Were like, that's we exactly just, what they did. We just I need a Jolly that... Holiday, so we're going to do this, and we're going to make it kind of the length of Jolly Holiday so that we can get to... I think a lot of the, 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 the pitfalls right. they fell into were they fell into the same pits that... The same patterns. The, that they were trying to break and avoid is they were like well we have to do this or get this because of the original yeah right yeah all right so let's listen to a little bit um of the royal dalton musical now where would we all like to go on this fine fine day the royal dalton musical please what what's that we're on the brink of an adventure children don't spoil it with too many questions in the nursery you were never by yourself there was quite another world upon your shelf. Hold on. 
where each day crowds make their way upon the sun's descent to a mythical, mystical, never quite logistical tent. Yes, in this dilly-dynamical, simply ceramical, royal Dalton Bowl, there's a cuddly and curious, furry and furious animal watering hole where the monkeys and hummingbirds know the tunes and the words every beast, large and small, loves the very top drawable, always encoreable royal Dalton Tickle my tail. Nearly there, Mary Poppins. Yes, in this marvelous, mystical, rather sophistical Royal Dalton Bowl. There's a lot of birds queuing up, a lot of hams chewing up scenery they swallow whole. There are lots of cats tuning strings. Nightingales in the wings waiting for their big drum roll. At the simply sensational, standing ovational Royal Dalton Musical. Well, that concludes this episode of the Magic Music Review about Mary Poppins Returns, Part 1, as you heard at the beginning. I hope you had a good time. I would love to hear from you. I want this to be a conversation, not just a lecture. Uh, let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, and what you would like to hear on future podcasts. You can reach me at on Facebook at Magic Music Review, or on Twitter, I'm Disney Music Dude. You can also go to my website, magicmusicreview.com, and leave a comment about the episode. Also, if you would go to iTunes and give the Magic Music Review podcast a five-star rating and just, you know, write a quick review, I'd really appreciate it. It helps get the word out and helps others find the podcast. I'll talk to you soon. I got them too. There isn't anything we wouldn't do for you. We stick together, see it through, cause you've got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Some other folks might be a little bit smarter. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company, M I C. See you real soon. K E Y. Why? Because we like you.